What is up? Welcome in to the Easy Smoke in the GM Podcast. I'm Ezra McCann, and I'm joined as always by my co-hosts, Simeon Legend, Grambling State Legend, All-Swack second baseman Brandon Williams, a.k.a. Coach Smoke. And we've got NFL Draft Enthusiast. You can catch him and all his work at NBC Sports Chicago and the My Teams app, Glenn Morgan. He's our GM. Fellas, how are you? What's good? What's good? I'm doing all right. You know, I'm a legend in my own mind. <laughs> uh, excuse me, excuse me, excuse me. The man, the myth, <laughs> the legend. It is all mine. You know, Glenn Morgan. It is all mine. You know, I realize it, it starts with one. <laughs> A.K.A. the GM. <laughs> Wait, 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 hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Uh, Brother Rice legend. <laughs> Tennessee Knoxville legend. <laughs> That's how we do it, man. Yes. <laughs> all respect, all respect. So, hey, um, I'm, I'm, I need you guys' help. I've never been this confused <laughs> as, as a fan of any sport in my life. Um. <laughs> The Bears get whooped by Green Bay, and I and I, there, I don't think there was a shock in that. I, I expected that. I didn't want it to happen, but I expected it. <laughs> they finish 8-8, eight and eight, which, okay, it's 8-8, eight eight, it's 500, whatever. But then they somehow back into the playoffs. I, I don't know how to feel about this, man. I, this, is, this is crazy. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> crazy uh yeah i mean i guess the one year the nfl make a change huh it benefits us <laughs> <laughs> and it never, you know what? I, I i can't think of a time when this has ever happened for us where you know usually usually the bears in this situation they finish like nine and seven ten and six and they're out and on the outside they're right <laughs> right yeah, it's because you guys are young you don't remember the 70s bears <laughs> Back in wait, 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 wait! Tell, give me, give me some history there. I, I, I know the Bears. They made it in '77. Yeah, they had, and to, they made it in '79, right? Right. A situation where it was one where they had to win by so many points just to get in. What but you needed they a, did a, a lit points? It's still, that's still part of the process. But it's like oh, down man. the line now. It's like maybe fourth or fifth down the line. Uh, so sometimes you'll see some teams, quote unquote, run up the score, especially if it's a division opponent, because those points, that point differential can make a difference. Gotcha. Uh, but, yeah, I, I and I wish I was more accurate with what team needed to win, what team needed to lose back in the 70s. But there were a lot of the, there were a couple of occasions where as a young kid, I'm like, man, if this team can lose and the Bears beat the Cardinals by 60 points, we got a <laughs> shot. <laughs> you know, and it was something it was something crazy like that. And it actually happened. Like the Bears kicked the crap out of I think it was the Cardinals. I think it was like the St. Louis Cardinals at the time. Wow. I think it was like like by some crazy number. And they they had just a right amount of number that's like they kept pouring all the points because they needed every single <laughs> last bit of that to get into the playoffs. So they have the right and the the privilege to get their ass whooped by the Cowboys. <laughs> you know, and, and that that was a Roger Staubach, you know, Tom Landry Cowboys back in the day. Which, if you want to have an idea, of people out there who are not are not my age and and much younger, it's kind of like playing the Patriots, kind of like being the the Browns getting into the playoffs and your first your first time in the playoffs is playing the Patriots. You know, gotcha. so the Patriots with Belichick and yeah, the, the, the Brady, Brady, right, Brady, Brady Patriots. Yeah. You know, so. 
happened another time too, where they got into the playoffs and I think they played the Giants in the first round. I think they actually might even won that game, but it was crazy, dude. It was just, it was just a struggle to get into the playoffs. And as a young lad, you were just happy to see any team, any Chicago team in the postseason. So yeah, it has happened before. It's been a long time, but yes, I find myself. And as I tell people, if you live long enough, you start to see things repeating themselves of the pattern. And so this pattern of eight and eight, seven and nine, nine and seven, I've seen this way too many times before. So I understand your confusion and frustration, but hey, you'll get used to it just like I have. No, no. <laughs> I'm good. Well, I guess, man, I, I guess I am. Yeah. Well, what do you think Lovey did? Seven and nine, nine and seven, yeah, seven and nine. Yeah. 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 Nine know. and seven, nine and seven, ten and six. Oh, ten and six. You know, what has this guy been? Twelve and four. Okay. Then eight and eight and eight and eight. Man, and you know what's crazy? Because – I watch like I watch a lot of sports shows and like a guy like uh, Max Kellerman. He always talks about how in the NFL most teams are eight and eight caliber teams. They mm-hmm. might get lucky two wins and go ten and six, and they're gonna probably get unlucky a lot of times and go six and ten. He like, but they're always in that bunch. He like, so he like he like you have the great teams he like but for the vast majority of the league a lot of those teams are really eight and eight teams and they just get lucky a couple times or unlucky a couple times and i'm like man and then to hear you explain like we're typically around that seven and nine eight and eight nine and seven it's like wow that's it's true (laughs) so here's the issue here coming into this season and even in the you know, probably the first half of the season, we all thought that the Bears had a Super Bowl caliber defense, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> close, you know, I close thought, to it. I thought they you were. Gotta, I thought they were a, a good defense. I wouldn't say I thought they it, were a defense they could win with, though. Oh well, yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, yeah. I mean, you you got you got your superstar pass rusher and Mac. Uh, you bring in Robert Quinn, who was a double digit sack guy before he got here. Uh, you got a great uh, great duo inside linebackers with uh, with Smith and Trevathan. You got a really good free safety and and Jackson. You got a corner and Fuller. You know, you got a solid defense, right? Yeah, yeah, yes, I, I would agree. That, that defense didn't look solid yesterday um, at Soldier Field against Green Bay. They 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 looked downright awful last night. Wow, awful, awful, awful. Yeah, really. Awful, yeah. And I understand, all right, I understand that they had some injuries. Uh, yeah. Johnson's out, Buster Screen is out, yeah. Roquan went down early. There you go. No, nah, you shouldn't look that bad, though, man. They, I, I'll say. And I, and I know Aaron Rodgers is great, but they, they come on, you're not supposed to look like that. I'll Tim? say, I, I think it's a little, they looked awful at times, but we also had our moments where we, should have been great. We there you dropped go. Dropped three interceptions. There you that go. Crucial. There you was go. Crucial in the game. Like, granted, they're defensive guys. Everybody like they got to catch those. Well, they playing defense for a reason. <laughs> 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 you get what I'm saying? Like, yeah, I'm like I really like was upset that they they, were, they weren't catching those balls. But at the same time, they're defensive guys. If they had hands like Stephon Diggs or somebody, it'd be on the other side of the ball. But, but. It was definitely I, – I saw a little bit of both. I saw a little bit of both. I think, like, second half, especially in that third quarter, they came out with some pride. 
Granted, the first incompletion of the game was a for for Rodgers was a dropped fifty yard touchdown pass, but after that they kind of got themselves together and started playing better ball. And then once we made mistakes on the other side of the ball, that's when Green Bay basically put it away. So first half was terrible, was god awful defense. Second half they played better in my opinion, but. The, when we went forward on that fourth down and didn't convert, Green Bay goes score. Then we have a turnover interception, put them in on our side of the field. Green Bay goes score. So that was that was the second half in a nutshell. That was all the points that Green Bay scored. It was mainly just the fact that first half was bad, second half they got better. First half offense was okay, second half was non-existent. That's what mm. I saw. Uh, sounds like an eight and eight team to me. <laughs> I mean, yeah. you're, up, you're up, you're down. Get on I mean, the they, same page. They, they, they are who their record says they've been all year. Mm-hmm. I mean, really, they, they're a roller coaster ride. It's a, it's a lot of the same things we've talked about. It's, there's been some bad coaching. There's been some bad execution. There's been some questionable um, plays uh, by the offense, questionable plays by the defense in terms of what were you thinking? What were you doing? There have been a lot of missed opportunities, a lot of points left out on the field all year long, a lot of plays like you just mentioned in terms of making uh, takeaways, uh, not taking advantage of those and making those happen and being able to score off of them. And you have what essentially is an eight and eight team. So the confusion isn't there for me. Um, it's they, 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 they back into the playoffs clearly, um, but you had to work up enough, you had to win enough games to back yourself into the playoffs, just in case. Now, you know, that Lions game, you know, the last one where we fumbled the ball, you could point to that and say, hey, we win that one, we don't back into the playoffs, but we all know that they probably should have lost the first time they played the Lions yeah. if Drew just holds on to the catch. So that's kind of like a, a wash to me. Um, yeah, they back into the playoffs. No one should be proud about that per se, but you don't get lost in that and you say, OK, what do we do going forward? What do we learn about ourselves again? At this point, everything to me is almost like a learning process about de- redefining who you are, who you as opposed to who you thought you were. And like you said, the revelation is our defense isn't what we, th- what we thought it was. And our offense isn't doesn't have to be as bad as it's been. And by bad, I mean, it's be as inconsistent because now they have an offensive identity. Mm-hmm. And so now we have something to build toward going into this playoff game and playing the Saints, I'm, I'm not phased. The Saints do not scare me at all. Hey, hey I've been telling Really? Them, hey, really? they don't fear me. Hey, if you want to be honest, that was one of the best games our defense played this year. Yeah. Yeah, except game. that was that was like seven weeks ago. It was. It was. Hey, yeah. hey, <laughs> hey, they they, they was. seem like different dudes now. Yeah, they do. So but the Saints, what? though. So the Saints. What? I mean, Alvin Kamara might still have COVID. I mean, hey, we don't know. Michael Thomas might not be back. Hey, we don't know. Hey, I don't wish bad things on nobody. I don't know. I mean, it sounds like you just you just hope that he keeps COVID for another day. <laughs> well, they, they pushed the game because initially the game was scheduled for Saturday. They changed it to Sunday so that he could potentially be back. So, I mean, oh, hey, it, it is what it is. But I, I that was one of the better games we played. And, I mean – I, I'm, I had we beat Green Bay, we'd probably be playing Green Bay this week. I'd rather be playing the Saints than playing Green Bay, even though we beat yes. the Saints, we play them I, the next week. I agree. I'd rather play the Saints than play Green Bay. Knows us way too well. well. You gotta, you gotta play them at some point. Well, yeah. maybe you don't. Maybe you do. Maybe you don't. 
Um, oh, you do. If you if the Bears win this week, yeah, they got to go to we Green play Bay them again. We play them. Yeah. Again. Yeah, but maybe the, you know COVID happens to them and they can't. <laughs> <laughs> they can't oh, man. <laughs> this podcast has gone south. Real <laughs> but but seriously, we, you can only play the games. <laughs> you can only play the games in front of you. Right now, that concern are the Saints, and the Saints do not. I am not fearful of the Saints by any stretch of the means because. We have played them really tight over the last several years. We've had, we've had this discussion before. Now, yeah, I know last year was an ugly game, but the Bears were in a, a way different kind of funk mentally and emotionally as a team. Aside from that, when we weren't that good, back when Fox was our head coach, and I can't remember the tight end's name, he ended up having a knee injury that the blood uh, clotted into his knee. Like, and everything. Uh, Miller? Miller. So, Miller. Yeah, so something Miller, right. Uh, but if, if they had his catch, to me, it looked like a catch, but it was ruled incomplete. He makes that catch. We beat New Orleans in New uh, Orleans. And we that were vision, that vision just got in my head. What yeah. hell? Yeah. But we were not we weren't nearly the team uh then that we are now in terms of talent. And that that was a Saints team that went to the playoffs. You know, so we've played them tough. And we should have we definitely could have, should have won the game this year. And that was with Foles as our quarterback and offensive line not being as good as it's played lately with no identity and no running game. So the Saints don't feel – look, their they're wide receiver, as talented as, as Thomas is, he's not a speed burner. He can't stretch the field like Adams does or like Scantling does. He, they, they don't have that kind of burner on their team. Well, they got, you they know? got uh, Emmanuel Sanders. Not a burner. He's a good receiver. He's he's But he's not he, – dude, he, he's not running a 4-3 like Scantling, okay? Yeah. He's, he's just not. And he's not running a 4-4 like Adams. He's more like 4-5. But he's really good, and he's a veteran. But I'm not fearful of him. Yes, they're, they're, they're a talented team. I'm not saying they're not talented. I'm not saying they're a bunch of busters. I'm just saying I'm not scared by their offense. Their defense, to me, is a more of a concern than their offense is. I think – and look, Breeze is not chucking the ball 60 yards downfield like he used to. He's pretty much throwing it 15, 20 yards and letting the other guys do the work. Yes, Alvin Kamara, volunteer, shout out to my volunteers. Alvin Kamara is the person that's the most dangerous person that's, on that team. That's the person that fears me. Yes, he's, that's the most he's the person that fears me. He he's the most dangerous element on their team. And the backup, uh, Murray, is not bad either. So we can't take them lightly. And they have the Bears have shown a penchant for letting running backs out the backfield kind of mess with them. Mm-hmm. So that's going to be a lot more emphasis on Trevathan, who's not as quick or as fast as he used to be. And I don't know how healthy Roquan is. So that is a concern. But I'm still not fearful of that because the Bears proved to me, and this is going back to Sunday, man, that first drive, just like a 14-play drive, dude. They were on yeah. the field for like seven minutes, almost eight minutes. Oh, it was great. Actually, I, I thought uh, the Bears offensively yesterday with, for everything that they didn't do, they held on to the ball, and they I think they won time possession by like 11 minutes. Yeah, they had it for over 35 That's, minutes. That's what you. That's what you're supposed to do. Yeah. That's the in order in order to beat a team that has an Aaron Rodgers. You're right. supposed to hold on to the football and keep him off the field. They did that. I, yeah. I got to give them that. You just got to get in the end zone. Right. Exactly. And Breeze, albeit a Hall of Famer that he is, is not the player that he once was. He's not even where Rodgers is right now in terms of his effectiveness as a quarterback. Right now is what I'm saying. So we did that to a Hall or to to an MVP. And Rodgers is probably going to win the MVP this year. We did that to the MVP guy this year. Okay, now granted, you know, he still went 10 for 10, had a 158.3 passer rating in the first half and three touchdowns. Perfect, perfect. But just think if we hadn't controlled the ball, you know, yeah. how much how much uglier it could have been. Yeah, you know? and, 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 that, and that's, that's the truth, though, because I don't see the 
Saints being able to score as quickly as Green Bay can. No. And they struck, dude. Here's the other thing. I'm sorry. I apologize for cutting you off. Y'all good. Y'all good. Go for it. Here's the other thing. Their head coach does some pretty effed up things, too. I've seen him cost them some playoff games. His butt gets a little tight when it comes to the play. That sphincter is a lot tighter when it comes to playoff games. So he's kind of – he's a little suspect, too. So don't 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 discount the fact that, you know, his suspectiveness – I'm making up a word here, but him being suspect. Suspectiveness. <laughs> <laughs> him being suspect, don't discount that happening in a playoff game. And even at home. Hell, how many playoff games he lost at home where they were the better team? Two, three? They lost their last – Two or three? Three, right? They did Just win about. one, though. You got the digs play. You got – the, they, they beat the Eagles. We got the the Vikings again. The right. Vikings but, was twice. Right, but they no, beat the Vikings. The Diggs yeah. play was in Minnesota. That was that in was Minnesota. at Minnesota, right? But they Minnesota. they lost to uh, they lost to the, was it to the Rams, the Rams at home, the Rams. Yep. and they lost the to the Rams. Vikings at home, and they almost lost to Philly. If Alshon Jeffrey holds on to the ball, they lose to Philly. Yeah, and Nick Foles. It's our secret weapon, man. Things yeah, are so, bad. It's playoff so, time. I'm just saying, he's suspect, <laughs> and whatever bad calls, they seem to always go against the Saints in the playoffs. So, I mean, look, hey, man. They do, though. Hey, Problem they is the Bears, the Bears aren't as good as any of those teams you just mentioned. They're as good no. as the Eagles take. Well, they yeah. I think no. No. Not, no. Not this, not this year's version of the Bears, no. I think the way they're playing now, they're as good as that Eagles team was. Based off and of what it, you saw in Green Bay yesterday, come on, no. And it, and no, they're, def- say that. they're definitely as good as the the Vikings teams. The Vikings team that beat them then beat us. <laughs> Dude, I, 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 <laughs> I, 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 you know I, how I feel about Kirk Cousins, so I mean, <laughs> so, I, I I think your dis your 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 disgruntledness with the Bears is 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 is, is clouding your judgment as to being objective. I mean. I think I'm being objective. Dude, the Bears running game is as proficient as that Eagles team was a couple yeah. years back when they had four. Against, against Jacksonville and Houston. <laughs> he ran well yesterday. I mean, he had over 120 yards from scrimmage yesterday. He did. He showed some toughness yesterday. I, I like Montgomery. Yeah. Don't, don't, don't get me wrong there. I, got, I do have a question, though, and this came from my favorite social media follower, um, Coach Smoke, <laughs> he he asked a really good question, and, it, and, it, and it's so basic. And it's like, damn, you're right. Why is it that wide receivers seem to find all the open holes you need to against the Bears defense, but then the Bears receivers are never open, never open? Man, why and, why is that? And that's been that's been something I've been saying. I'm talking for you. I'm talking when we was in the Super Bowl. So that's how long I've been having that mindset. Like, like teams receivers seem to, especially when we play Green Bay, them receivers be <laughs> wide open. Like, like my five year old son could catch those balls because he's so open. Like, I was explaining to somebody, like, okay, you see Scantley run free. He could have caught that ball, fell, dove for it, fell, got up, and still ran. Then you look at uh, Mooney. It's still a it's still a defender there with him, although he had him beat. But it's like we catch the ball; it's a defender right there with us. We're never just just by ourselves, and I, I just never understand it. Like never understand it. Like the opposing receivers be 
and it's not it's, it's not it's, like every it's not like every team plays man against us. They're in zone two. Do you want an answer? I can give you an answer. Go for it. Yeah, please. I, it, it comes in the form of a compound word, or I can even make it a phrase. The compound <laughs> word is quarterback. The phrase is quarterback play. <laughs> and, and that 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 answers your Man. question historically. That's that's an historic answer to your question. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's an all-time answer. It's it's quarterback play. And you can just look at the the, the diametrically opposed quarterbacks that played yesterday. They show Aaron Rodgers when he threw that pass to Tonian in the in the end zone, the back of the end zone, how the defense, everything is going crisscross. And you saw him lead Tonian one way, and the defense was going other other direction. He hit Tonian like in the back of the end zone. Like, man, yeah. like how did he see that? Well, because you know, this is what this is my fallback, and I apologize to people because I didn't play college football. I didn't, you know, I, I played intramural college football. No, that doesn't count. But usually, I defer to my experiences via Madden. <laughs> when you play Madden, there are times there are times when I you can look at the defense that you know way it's presented to you, and you're like, huh, okay, dude's blitzing. I can put my uh, line, I had my offensive line kind of skewed to the left to catch the blitz, but I realized that I still got that defender in the slot. How do I move him? Well, if it's man, I can move one guy over and get him out of that. But if there's some kind of zone, maybe I need to change the, the route of my receiver. So if I could have my receiver run behind that guy, kind of stretch the zone one way and have somebody come underneath or vice versa, I can clear out that space. That's what a good quarterback does. They do all that stuff before they hike the ball. That's what our quarterback cannot do. He cannot make those kind of adjustments pre-hiking the ball, a pre-snap read. He doesn't do that. That's why Peyton Manning's in the Hall of Fame. That's why Drew Brees is going to the Hall of Fame. That's why a whole bunch of other quarterbacks are going to the Hall of Fame because they can make those pre-snap reads. So your receiver can be thrown open. Your receiver can be given that area where he's running to an area and he's wide open. And then you have good receivers who are there on the same page. There was a play, it was a real simple play the other day. It was uh, Adams. And all he did, Instead of keeping running deep, all he did was run about 10, 12 yards in the slot and just turn right around. And, and Eddie Jackson was like 10 yards away from him. And and and, and Rodgers threw the ball. Adams caught it, like an eight-yard catch or whatever. And and Rodgers tapped his head like, yeah, way to be thinking. Like we're on the same – we're thinking yeah, the same yeah, thing. I, saw that, yeah. I, saw, I know that. Yeah. Exactly. I know you're talking about. Now, when do you see us do that with our quarterback? Never. Never. <laughs> Because yeah, he, right. he's not he, he does he's not capable. And that's the thing. It's it's the quarterback. When you see other team, dude, okay, and this is this is a pre-rant. I, I promise I'm not gonna go there, but it's a Watson reference. How in the hell Watson throw for over four thousand yards without Hopkins? And the team goes five and eleven. And dude still threw for like what almost 30 touchdowns or whatever. Led the league in yards. Yep. Why? Why does that happen? Because he knows what he's doing. He's making these reads before the he's throwing the guys that he he's having to learn how to play with. He's making these reads ahead of time. Our guy is so robotic that he's at the point to where he's still right now. You cannot tell me that Trubisky doesn't look like a rookie court. He looks like Tua Tagovailoa. Uh, All right, man, we'll have you roll out here, do this safe pass here. We'll have you do this pass here, safe pass here. Here's your first read. We got a couple of running plays, play action. This guy should be open, and that's great. But as you could tell, yesterday as the game advanced, Green Bay sat more and more on those routes. So to your question, why is it our guys always covered? Because they are. Yeah. <laughs> That's why. How come they never open? Because they can't get open because no one trusts, no, no one has the respect of the quarterback. No one respects the quarterback from the from the opposing defense. So they can just sit on the routes. 
And the guys I, aren't stressing them anywhere. I'll tell you what I learned from from this game uh, against Green Bay. Um, number one, Mitch can't be your quarterback coming into next season. But he, he will be. He, just, he, he can't be. He can't be. But he will be. You can't, you can't have a guy that you don't trust to play the quarterback position be your quarterback. If you trust a running game. No, that's what the game – well, there, ha, there has to be if, – if he's going into free agency, there has to be someone else out there in free agency that you can get that's better – that's a better option than him. That, that's someone that, that, that you trust just a little bit. Because clearly um, those rollouts that worked against Jacksonville aren't going to work against good teams. And we, and we saw that. We saw that yesterday. They, they, they just they, – Nagy doesn't trust them. Yeah, and when he when he did when he when he did put him back uh, into the pocket, bad things happened. We threw an interception, to too. damn near threw an interception in the end zone. You know, missed whims on a on a uh, on a go route, and almost got him killed. By the way, you know the problem with your statement, Ezra. You know the problem with What's your that? statement, Ezra. What's that? Yeah, you you're that, doing your best. And it just it just has logic, you, and you, truth. You're doing your best impersonation of Kirk Franklin. <laughs> you preach it to the choir, brother. Yes, you are preaching yeah, to the choir. We, I agree with you, but but this is Chicago. What has your history told you? Well, Nagy's not Nagy's not from here. They can't. No, that that's hey, no. That ain't I, what I'm I, talking I, about, bro. What history says is we will correct a bonehead move with a double bonehead, <laughs> and oh, I man. keep and I keep telling y'all. That this situation in Philly, don't be surprised. That's all I'm gonna say. That's all I'm saying. That no, you, hey, you're not. You're not. You're not. You're not saying what what I think you're saying. I, I said it last week. Don't be surprised if we somehow try to correct our wrong by bringing in a high priced quarterback as if he ain't got issues himself. He's a high paid quarterback. He once was an MVP candidate. Hey, I so, don't want I don't want that guy either. I don't want him at all. But I'm telling you, that's the Chicago thing to do. They will they will correct the wrong with a wrong, thinking that it's a right. Well, I mean, let me ask this. Is there anything that Trubisky can do to earn a second contract in the in the in the playoffs coming in up? In the here? Super Bowl. No, he doesn't I, have to do that. No? No, come on, guys. Seriously. I mean, as it is, right another now, contract. Do you not uh, another year? Another, another contract? Another contract? I don't know. Another year? Yes. <laughs> I don't. I don't believe that, dude. He pretty much is already there. I don't. I don't believe that. Why? I don't believe that. Why? I know you don't want to, but why don't you believe it? Because I, I think someone up there has a little bit of common sense. Somebody. <laughs> I'm sorry, you were serious. I didn't mean to laugh like that. Somebody. <laughs> oh, man. I don't know who. Dude, come on, man. Stop. Seriously, think about it. Just You, you got to factor in everything. You know, they're not going to want to spend money on a guy like Wentz. As much as that may seem appealing, he's injury prone. He's Dang has a reputation, has reputation of being a bit of a jackass. That it doesn't, have, it doesn't like have to be Wentz. I'm, I'm, dude, I'm just saying. It's, it, they're... they're <laughs> There, there isn't a free agent available. Fist Magic is your is your best free agent. Him and Winston, him and Winston are your best free agents. Those are your best free agents. Or you're gonna have to trade to get somebody. Bring Gar- in Jameis. 
They already did that. They already did that. And it didn't work with Foles. Here, dude, here's what happened. Here's what's going to happen. Here's what's going to I said it to you a couple of weeks ago. They're going to franchise him for one year. It's going to be a, a no year. No way. Be, you can't do that. It's going to be a year for him to prove it. They're not going to be strapped to him cap wise. If they're eight and eight, they have back to back years of being eight and eight. But this he time. Proved, he proved yesterday that if you don't have an all world defense, he can't beat a good team. But you, you're, you're talking about going into next season like we're going to have the exact same players. This is I where the like draft. Already earned it. This is where the draft and free agency comes in. Because of how they're finishing, they're not going to be in line to draft one of those four or five quarterbacks that we've talked about earlier in the first round. So they're going to draft an offensive lineman. Po- yes. Quite possibly Christian Derisaw out of Virginia Tech should be available. Maybe Alex Leatherwood out of Alabama will be available. Christian, uh, you think Leather, Leatherwood will fall that far? Because yeah, you, you talk, the Bears will probably be what late teens. Yes, but you got to realize those quarterbacks are going to push a lot of good players the down. Quarterback, yeah. Okay, and and and, and there are good, there are a good number of pass rushers coming out, and people are going to want them. And there are a couple of top notch cornerbacks that people are going to want as well. So offensive yeah. linemen are going to be more plentiful in the mid to late first round, and definitely in the second round. So someone like Leatherwood. Right, someone like Leatherwood or Christian Dar- uh, Christian Darisol, maybe, and guards don't usually get drafted in the first round, but some good ones do. Maybe Wyatt Davis out of uh, Ohio State could be there for the Bears to take, but they don't really need a guard. Though. I, 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 I understand that. I understand that. But if you put what's his name? If you put um, oh, what's his name? Um, the guy from Kansas State on the Bears. Um, White hair? White hair. You could arguably put white hair back at center, have Daniels come back. Plus, we don't know how healthy, how healthy Daniels would be. But if you come back, if if, if white hair Davis and Daniels are your interior, that, 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 that goes a long way to you being able to run traps, run better screens, protect from the interior. It's a possibility. But, yes, I agree more than likely the Bears would draft an offensive tackle. That being said, come second round, now you have an opportunity to draft a quarterback that you can possibly – Coach up. What so if Mike, what if what if a Mac Jones is there? That's what I'm saying. Second round, Mac Jones may be there because you got to realize a lot of quarterbacks are already going to be going to be taken for teams that need them in the first round. A lot of teams still have young quarterbacks. They're still trying to see if they're the guy or not. Mm-hmm. So a guy like Mac Jones will, should be there in the second round. Uh, Ritter from Cincinnati should probably be there, and Kenley Bond out of Texas A&M may be there as well. Even Ian Book could fall maybe into the top third round. Nah, I'm good on Ian Book. Don't need it. <laughs> yeah, I'm just saying that you you have someone that can possibly fit the system. That <laughs> you have someone that's at you, you're basically you're looking for a quarterback that's athletic enough to kind of do your rollouts, some of your read option stuff, but it has an accurate enough arm. Doesn't have to be a big arm, but an accurate enough arm and somebody who can process. That's what you're looking for. That's kind of what 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 Nagy wants. You can get that in the second round. He doesn't have to be a first-round quarterback. And now you've got him, and you still have Foles, and you've got Trubisky for one year, and so you coach up that guy. You know, you don't put him on the practice squad. You may have to sacrifice a spot, but you coach him up. No, you're still keeping Mitch here. No, no, he's got to go. Dude, the Bears go. The Bears are still have a window to where they're telling themselves we can compete. Otherwise, that's that's the key there. That's otherwise. Because if you get rid of Mitch, if you get rid of Mitch, you might as well go ahead and just start getting rid of your defensive players so you can restart. Because if you're going to keep Mitch, which is probably what's going to happen, because your defense says, I'm paying enough money for these guys that they should be able to do something. 
And if we play better and play more controlled offense like we're doing, our defense can be more well-rested, come back, refresh, one or two defensive key adjust, uh, 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 additions, be there in free agency or another draft pick. Jalen Johnson will be a year better. You you got a chance, dude. That you know, and and then all that. Don't forget, we get the big boy back because he held out. He, he opted out because of COVID. So Goldman's going to make your interior uh, run off defense a lot better. You just need another. I'm telling you, dude. It, the Bears are going to try, and they're like, look, dude. If we're if we can go from five and eleven and to twelve and four, why can't we go from eight and eight to twelve and four? No, that's 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 possible. The NFL allows you to do that. And I, I agree with that. Yeah, keep in mind they're you know they're not playing a first place schedule next year. It'll be like a third place schedule, second 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 place schedule. Yeah. yeah, but you know there's a whole bunch of eight and eight teams that were just as bad as they were. Yeah. So you you're playing comparable teams, so it's not going to be like you're out of your element. But then we have a last place schedule this year. Mm. Or what were we third place last? We were third. Uh, third well, place. No. Yeah. Well, but them teams were. Significantly better this year as well, though. Well, we, we Tampa we, got better. The Rams right. had an off year that year before. Like true. those, those teams got significantly better. So I yeah, mean, that's true. It, it all, it all just like like you said, the NFL is a year by year thing. That's why we tend to get so excited about these Bears every year because <laughs> for real. Like imagine if the Bears, imagine uh, if football was played like basketball or something where they're playing a whole lot of games. We wouldn't dare touch the Bears. But being that it's once a week, our tolerance yeah. level is so high on them. Any given Sunday, it's a real thing. <laughs> I when I got I got married a few years ago <laughs> and uh we went on our honeymoon and um it was right we got married, what was it, August thirtieth. So it was right right before week one, right? So we go on our honeymoon and uh a friend of mine said, Uh, you know the season starts while you're on your honeymoon. We only got 16 of these things. <laughs> sure you want to do that? <laughs> I, was, I, I told her I had to tell her, hey, I got a plan. I got a plan. I won't miss anything. I got a plan. <laughs> For real. Hey, so um, I don't know if you guys watched Sunday Night Football last <laughs> night, but uh, but I sure did. And the game was going fine, you know. Uh, decent game between two bad teams. Fourth quarter comes, and uh, when it starts, when the Eagles have a have a fourth and fourth and goal at their own four, mm-hmm. down three, they yeah. could have kicked the field goal to tie the game up, and then you know, rest of the game goes. Instead, they go for it on fourth and goal. They they uh, don't convert. Washington gets the ball back, and then for some strange reason, the Eagles decide to bench Jalen Hurts. They bring in what's his name, Nate Sudfeld. And oh my god! Oh, he's terrible. <laughs> they basically threw the game. No, they, didn't. no they didn't. They did, dude. They were trying to win the game. You said you said they went for it on fourth and four at the goal line. They, they were playing he, to win. Doug Peterson's a damn lie. <laughs> dude, he's not a lot. He's not a lot, and I'll tell you why. Hey, I'll tell you why he's not a lot. He threw the game. Hey, I'm, I, I'm, I want to hear what Jim going to say, but I tend to lean his way. I'll tell you why it's not a lot. Because he told why? Chris Collinsworth and the other cat before the game began, like, hey, I want to see what Nate Suffield could do. We want to see what he can do. This is the game where it's the last game of the season. I want to see what he has. 
And so, hey, look, look, there's no better way to figure out what this guy can do in a fourth quarter situation where you're trailing. What what do you have? What can we depend upon you? you this is a, you, you're not going to learn anything if you're already up. You're not going to learn anything if you're just handing the ball off. I need to see if you can make plays. You know, I, you know, they know that they, they've seen him in practice. They know what he can and can't do. But they don't know what he can do. Some, some guys ain't practice players, Ez. No some, such thing. Sometimes. I, I used to tell my coaches that I'm not a practice player. I'm more of a, more of a game time player. No, you talking about true. practice. You talking about practice. Practice. You talking about practice. Hey, but Ez, in I, Philadelphia, I, in Philadelphia, you talking about practice. But Come Ez, on, I, I'll, I'll ask you this. I'll ask you this. If if Washington had already clinched, would this have been a problem? Great question. Um, Great boom. Oh. Boom. No. Great question. There you go. No. See? But, and you owe it, but you owe it. But here's the deal, though. You owe it to the league to play games straight up to win. You play to win they the were. game. But, they, but, were. But they were. I mean, but no team really played straight up that it was already – that already knew their fate. Pittsburgh Correct. sure did. Pittsburgh could have elimin- eliminated the Browns. Okay, but Pittsburgh, but here's the deal. Pittsburgh already they already, they already knew their fate. Exactly. Yeah. The 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 Eagles. I think it's, see, I, think it's I think it's different. I think it's different if you know if you're playing you already know you're playing the next week. I think it's different than that. And then you got the Eagles knew that they they weren't gonna make the playoffs, but you're playing a team that is trying to make it. So you're supposed you're you're you know, competition says you're supposed to go out. And, it, and and really play. It, it only said it only, it only says that because he did it in the fourth quarter. Had they he was, started, had he started suffering. Suffer I would have had. I would have had an issue. I had. I would have had an issue if he started. Would have had an issue, but it wouldn't have been the same because it would have been viewed that that was already a decision made. But then, but because the game played out how it played, it looks like okay. You know what? Forget it. Let's just let them win. No, and, and, I don't, and I don't, and I'm saying, I'm saying that's what it looked like, but I'm like, I don't think that was the case. I really, I really think he wanted to see what this guy can do. Like, I, I tend to feel, hey, Giants fans, if you want to have an attitude, win more than six games. Thank you. Like, don't start don't off on this stuff. Don't, be, don't, don't leave your fate in a team that has only four wins from True your that. own division. Like they gonna like, try and help you. <laughs> Don't leave your fate in that. Like that's 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 not their fault to to gauge your success. Okay. No. And and on top of that, I don't know why you're so pissed anyway. You're not that good. They did you a favor because now you can draft a better player at a different position. So shut the hell up. <laughs> I, was, I I just yeah I I I thought it was BS, man. You know I don't think you do that. You know I think no, everything. Dude. The, the optics of it, I can see why everyone is upset. But hey, I, I tend to believe had it been the Cowboys that won, they wouldn't even play Hurts at all. So um, imagine, imagine, imagine how the Cowboys would have felt. Like at least, at least he played Hurts for three quarters. They was only down three when we took him out, and they actually only scored three more when. When he came in, well, here's, here's the deal. The defense, defense, defense still played. The Eagles' defense still played tough. They they got a turnover, got the ball back, and then you give it back to Sudfeld again. And he, oh my god! Well, now they know he can't play. I had, 
I had visions of Jonathan Quinn. <laughs> <laughs> in the game. Oh, man. Imagine, man. imagine the, what Ron, uh, Ron Rivera would feel like had he gave that game up. Because his, his team, should have they should have scored more. Yeah. They still well, they, they still gave the Eagles a chance with this guy. I'm really I'm really the thought that I I think that they should have uh, they should have forfeited the NFC East <laughs> to the playoffs. They probably should have given it to Arizona. Arizona, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Good. No, they none of those teams wanted the division. Exactly. I, that's the other thing too. It's like we we gnashing our teeth about some subpar teams. Oh, I, I, another subpar team is mad that the other subpar team plays subpar. <laughs> really? Yeah. Man. I I just man, I, I I was watching it. It 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 just didn't seem right, man. That was just. <laughs> like I said the optics of it definitely was. I could see why the frustration, but it's like, come on, man. It. Had they clinched and did that, it would be a problem. If that was the plan, shoot, they was missing about 30 players already. Fletcher Cox didn't play. None of the receivers played. It was, man, it was a mess. It was week 17 in the NFL. <laughs> what it was. So I'm going to pipe down here. The Bulls have figured out some winning ways, and uh, <laughs> they went three and one since last week. Somehow, hmm. Hmm. really? I, I I guess they got some some good things going now. I don't, I don't know. No, they still suck. That's oh wow! Wow! They re- I I didn't realize Washington was as bad as they are. Boston just be Brooklyn. Thank you. Yeah, but uh, okay. <laughs> Maybe I didn't know the NBA was as bad as it is right now. Um. So yeah, they they beat Washington twice. They got rocked by by Milwaukee as expect as I expected. Mm-hmm. And uh, then they played a a, a Luka Doncic. Less team mm-hmm. is that a word? Is Doncic less a team? Yeah, sure, we'll go with that. Is it a, is it a team? Is it a, is it a word? Yeah, for uh, now it is. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and they won that game. So uh, yeah, that's that's three and four now. Uh, mm-hmm. Looking good. What 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 did you guys see from this team over the last week? I I saw what I said last week that they're going to beat up on the bad teams. They're going to beat up on the bad teams, and they're going to get those opportunities versus the good teams without mm-hmm. their star players. Exactly. How can, you beat up, how can you beat up on bad teams when you're a bad team? Easy. You're, you're you're tall be, the best, be the best of the bad teams. <laughs> <laughs> it's as simple as that. Be, be the, the best short of the bad teams. Yeah. <laughs> be the tallest short person. Um, I, dude, I, I, hey, everything you just said, Smoke, I echo. And it's the same thing I was saying last week, too. It's like, look, dude. They're going to face teams because of COVID. Some guys will be out. They'll face teams because they're going to arrest guys because they're not going to respect the Bulls. And here's the thing. The Bulls went 3-1, and one and they're missing like a third of their team. So, yeah. I, you know, it's not like their Bulls are playing at full power and beating these bad teams. And key they're pieces. missing key pieces at a, at a key position because they are somewhat rudderless without a true point guard at times. And you can see it, especially because you got two shooting guards basically trying to run mm-hmm. offense. And now Zach is doing a little bit better at distributing the ball, but he's going to be in and out because he's, you know, he's he's got to do the offense too. 
you know, but I saw a team that's learning how to trust one another a little bit more each week. It's not there yet, but it's getting there a little bit more each week. Roles, although they're not quite defined, they're becoming noted. It's like, okay, you're, we need you for this. You're better doing this. And now get more comfortable doing this. The defensively, there's still some things where they get caught up a little bit because it's like you can just tell they have to get all that bad juju from the previous regime out of them. And they got to like divest themselves of that bad coaching and invest themselves in this good coaching. And it's coming. And yeah, they're three or four. It's seven games played out of a 72 game season. So we got 65 games left, right? Hey, to get to 31 wins, they just need to win 28 more games. They can win 28 out of the next 65. I think wow. it's possible. I think it's possible. And dude, I'm not stretching means I'm saying they're going to be a great team, but you just said it. The, the, the Nets just lost to a team we beat twice. You know, you know what I'm saying? And they're going to be and, and now KD can't play for four games because he because mm-hmm. uh, he got COVID. You don't know how that's going to ha- happen or yeah. affect the rest of the the NBA. And these I guys will one, get better. I tell you one thing, GM. I mean, cut you off. I sure went looked at the schedule, see if we played them over the next four. Games. <laughs> <laughs> uh, unfortunately, we go out west. Yeah. yeah. You know, but I mean, hey, you know, the problems out west. You know, I mean, look, man, it's it's the NBA. And it's way too early to say what this team is going to be when we see that there's been a, a, a more of a concerted effort for them to get better. The new GM, how he's going about, uh, you know, scouting talent and and assessing these players. New head coach who who will let you know exactly what he's saying. Like, hey, these, no, this isn't good. They got a little problem with their ticker they need to step up they 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 don't they, they don't do well when they face adversity he's saying that out loud mm-hmm. he's not saying it in an embarrassing fashion but he's also not candy coating anything okay uh, accountability yeah. yes accountability yeah, that's, mean. that's my whole point accountability and it, hey if if the players know that head up going in okay we got to be accountable and I, I don't see a team that's 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 you know frustrated i just see a team that's like okay all right coach all right what, what do we got to do next all right, we, all right, all right, my bad, my bad. I'll make sure I do that next time. Yeah, you know, I got to do this. I got to do that. I see a team that is enthused about where they believe they can go. And I see a lot of oh, players yeah. saying, hey. I think, they, I think they do know that they have a real coach now. Yes. Yeah. Yes. I, 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 I'll, I'll say that. They, they come yeah. to work with a better disposition than they did when they had to punch the clock when Chucklehead was there. <laughs> you got to put your lunch bucket <laughs> Yeah, one one thing one thing that really stood out to me, especially with this last win, was okay. Yes, we are the void of a true star, like a Luca, like a Giannis, like those type of guys. But any given night, when any of those guys sit, Zach is going to be the best player on the floor. Yeah, for the most part, and what he showed against Dallas was, okay, y'all got not here, so now I have to show y'all what life is like to deal with me without him. Like, he he had a monster game. Granted, he only had 10 points, what, I think 10 points in the second half? But he his his the way he started that game off dominating the game like he did, 29 in the first half, was, that's big. Like, and that's why I just think with the time we're in now, a lot of teams are going to sit. And I think this COVID protocol, because they don't even say KD has COVID. It says he's, it's been confirmed that he has it. 
No, no, no. So he, so he had it early on, and he still has the antibodies. But he okay. was around. It right. looks like he was he, around. He was around. Bad. But I, I think that's going to be a trend in the NBA on some trying to get some, quote unquote, low management rest. Like it's going, it's going to be a weird year, and teams are going to wait, sit wait, there. Wait, wait. You're saying you're play. saying that you you think that they're going to use COVID as an excuse to to hey, bench man. player. Hey, <laughs> pretty, pretty smart. <laughs> hey, hey, how can you deny it? Wow. That's, I mean, that's, 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 that's very, a heck of a conspiracy theory, man. That, that's very hey, Machiavellian man. of you. <laughs> very, very Machiavellian of you. And you know what? I'm proud of you. <laughs> hey, man. Hey, I don't I don't put I don't put anything past it. Like these guys hey, are I, I, complaining hey. about the load that they have to play. The the load that I, they I have. Don't, I don't doubt it. I'm that's man. Like, and they supposedly put stipulations on load management. That's one you can't control. If you put well, that protocol in place, if if I all I gotta say is I've been in contact with somebody that's contracted it, you can't tell me I have to get the results from that person. Yeah. Like very, <laughs> very diabolical of you, my friend. <laughs> Again, I mean, I'm proud of you. I'm proud of I just, you. <laughs> I just don't put it past, man. And I think that's going to bode well for this team and and them winning games and them building confidence. We're seeing we're seeing small improvements every game. Mm-hmm. Like to win these games and not we did we win all three without Laurie? Yeah. Tomas? No, no, no. We, they went. They went. Uh, was it the second they game? Lost the, they lost the Milwaukee game. But no, 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 no. I don't mean won all the game. I mean, did all three wins come without those guys? No, the first, the first watch. He did. He did play play. the first. He did. He did. So it's like, was he really present? Was he really there? Did he really? Well, that's what I was going to, I was going to ask you guys. So I I did notice his minutes were down in that game. I think he only played 19 19 minutes in the first win against Washington. And then he went into COVID-19 protocol. (laughs) He went in the witness protection program. Yeah, <laughs> outside of the outside of the Milwaukee game, which you know no one looked good, and I, mm-hmm. I think I thought the Bulls played well without him. Yeah. Will he? Will he be able to get minutes back when he? Sure, when he comes back. Yes, of course. Yeah, he he he'll, he'll be able to get minutes, but I I, one I thing mean I mean I'm talking starter we... minutes. I'm talking starter minutes though. Yes, because like Gary Temple in, in his last few games, or Gary Temple's playing like thirty minutes a night. Yeah, that's gonna go back to 12. yeah. That's gonna cut because of Toma. <laughs> Yeah. Well, yeah. Well, Tom- once Tomas come back, I, I think, I think the one I, we miss. Most I think he's the one. Right, he's the one. Yeah, I, I agree with you on that. They they need Sato, um, but marketing. I I I've never really been a big fan of his, and he's yeah. my Trubisky on this team. He, he can go too. <laughs> How is he your Trubisky and not he's my, he's my he's my Trubisky man. <laughs> Do we see what Gafford is doing? Carter Ooh. can go kick rocks. Yeah. <laughs> Gafford's getting better. Yeah, yeah, I agree with that. And see, and only thing saving Carter is the fact that Hutchinson was on protocol with marketing. <laughs> so, so let me ask had- you this. Let me ask you this, dude. So do we trade marketing and Carter? I would. If I could get something. Man, don't nobody want them bombs. That's the, that's the problem. Really? I tell you. Somebody, somebody, 
somebody's yeah. marketing is an attractive piece. Yeah, we'll give we'll give you a fortieth round pick, no problem. <laughs> I think you can get a late first round. Some a good team that needs a little bit of depth in the stretch four going into the playoffs. Mm-hmm. If you can if you can trade Miritich, you can trade marketing. Yep. And, and Carter gives you some defensive perimeter help and some defensive interior help. Whoa, whoa, whoa. no, don't, don't. <laughs> I'm I'm talking for a really good team. Don't compare, don't, don't compare them to, to Nico, man. Well, why not? That, that 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 almost went right past me. I had to, whoa, wait a minute. Nico Nico could could put up a shot though. He could put some points on the board. Martin I don't think he got, yeah. Nah. Look, Nico, what? Look, man. You can trade Miritich. You can trade marketing. <laughs> I'm just saying, bro. You got an opportunity, man. You, you maybe maybe by the end of this year, you realize those are two pieces you can you can do without, and you can trade them, and maybe you can package a a mid first round pick along with whatever first round pick you get, or some kind of veteran. I'm just saying the the Bulls are in a situation where I think a couple of savvy moves here and there, and this new GM he's like wedded to anybody. He didn't draft any of these dudes, but the guy that he drafted this year, so. Right. It's a possibility, man. That you know, you can we see in Gafford, like you guys are saying, he's playing more and more. I mean, hey, <laughs> you know, it's, it's just a better energy, man. More aggressiveness, better and a, a athletic big one that he ain't the most skilled guy, but his athleticism is going to cause problems. He's he's to me a better skilled JaVale McGee. Like he's just around, just doing dirty, just doing the small things that get ignored a lot. And Carter is just a lot of times out there lost. Like, I need some energy out of you, man. Like, jump around, be aggressive on the rebound, tip dunks, try to do crazy stuff, like, cause cause you can. Like, and that's what I see from Gafford, man. And I love it. I love it. He he's he's very strong down there with what he's doing. He get that ball down there. He's trying everything he can to score. He's trying. He's showing some moves too. He had a, had a yeah. nice couple of moves. I didn't know he had that kind of offensive repertoire, as they would say. You no, know, we got Carter out here trying to shoot threes. You know, like. <laughs> <laughs> hey, that's that's the way the game's going, though, man. Man, yeah, you're seven feet tall. Yeah, every everybody's got to be Dirk. So yeah, yeah we got four other guys key. on the perimeter doing that. That's 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 to me what's helping Gafford be the player he is. Yeah, Gafford knows his role. I'm just gonna stay down here and do dirty work. That's... What is the point of all five of us being at the top? Right, of right. Mm-hmm. I'm with you. I'm with you. So, hey, so the Bulls head out west this week. Uh, they start in Portland. Uh, they go down to Sacramento, and then they've got the, both the LA teams. So a tough. Tough road trips, not like the old. Remember the old circus trips, right? Yeah, right. yeah. they be out. They they be out there for like three weeks. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> not 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 as bad, but uh, that's a tough. That's a tough four game stretch there. It uh, is. What what will make this a a successful uh, successful West Coast swing there? Well, two and two would be successful. I think two? one. And, yeah, I think one and three would be okay. I think yeah, I, zero and four now, would you be. You guys like, told me. You guys told me they could beat the Lakers. Yeah, it's possible. Okay. All right. It's possible. If you say Especially, so. Dude, look. Hey, if 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 Doncic is going to sit out, I'm sure LeBron's like, whatever. 
Anthony Davis. AD definitely will. Yeah. I mean, dude. I'm telling you, man, these guys, and the same thing with the Clippers. You know, I mean, yeah, they're good for low management with Ky- with uh, with uh, Leonard. Yeah, with Kawhi. Yeah. You know, so, yeah, hey. He's facing that injury still, so. Yeah, and Paul George be like, okay, I'll take the team. I got a, I got a lot to prove. They, they, you know, Patrick Beverly, I want to play against my hometown team. I mean, dude, it, they, they, can, they can beat anybody they play who's not at full power. <laughs> so take take your wins where you can, man. Hey, look, it's not my responsibility for you to do your team. That's that's on you. See, man, they all these superstars are gonna cost me a a, a beef sandwich from. <laughs> that that yeah. that is the that is the goal. <laughs> yeah, yeah they're gonna cost you. Them superstars is gonna cost you because them guys gonna sit, man. <laughs> They gonna sit. Oh man, they almost—they're—they're almost halfway there now. It seems. (laughs) (laughs) Hey man, if I can get out of the month of January with thirteen wins, oh, you're there. I'm there. If I get out of January with nine wins, I got a shot. (laughs) Got a shot, baby. Nine and thirteen, anywhere between nine and thirteen. I'm feeling good about my chances. Oh man. Shout out to Portillo's, by the way. So college bowl season, as I, I, I got to say, it's probably been the one of the better college bowl seasons that I've I've witnessed in a while. Hmm. Uh, at, at least the New Year's Day, just because it felt like it felt almost like, and I don't know, Smoke, you might not be old enough to remember this. <laughs> <laughs> But Glenn, you remember when like every bowl game was on New Year's Day, and so yeah. like from sun up to sundown, remember that? Football on. Oh yeah. You no, you no, no, no. When it was, it was, it was a bowl game on CBS. It was a bowl yeah. game on ABC and a bowl game on ABC. And that's, you have you have the Sugar Bowl on CBS. No. No, 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 Sugar Bowl is SEC. See, you young guy. Uh, see, I'm young. I'm too young. I'm too young. Okay, okay, I'll be quiet. I'll be quiet. I stand down. The Sugar Bowl was on ABC. Yep. It was? You had, yes. You had the Cotton Sugar Bowl. Bowl the and Sugar, Bowl the, Sugar Bowl would come on after the, the Rose Bowl. Right. You Basically, you would start yeah. off with the Cotton Bowl on CBS. Right. And that would right. be early, like the 12 o'clock game. And then you'd have, like, the Gator Bowl somewhere in there. And that would follow the, the Cotton Bowl. And then you'd have um, – the Rose Bowl, which would be the granddaddy of them all, that would be at NBC. Granddaddy of them all. Around 5 so o'clock. You said, NBC. You said, you said then, NBC, so yeah, I'm definitely too young. I've never and, seen a Rose Bowl on NBC. And then you'd have, <laughs> you'd have the Sugar Bowl on ABC, and then the Orange Bowl would be the late game on NBC. Yeah. That's yeah. how it used to be. That's how it was yeah. back yeah. in my day. The Fiesta Bowl. Don't forget the Fiesta Bowl, too. But the Fiesta but Bowl then, didn't exist. That didn't come to much later. Oh, the 80s. Yeah. I'm just saying it came much later. Fiesta Bowl wasn't oh, a New Year's Day see, Bowl, is what my point see, is. See, he's going beyond your year. Wait, wait, wait. I'm not old enough. <laughs> I, I remember the Fiesta has always been a, a New Year's Day Bowl. Because you also had, don't forget, you know, you had the Citrus Bowl, had the right. Citrus, and uh, you had, the, I think, the, uh, the Sun, Sun Bowl. Bowl. Yes. Yeah, the Sun yeah. Bowl was a New Year's Day. The early afternoon games where the Citrus Bowl was on NBC, right? the, the Sun Bowl was on uh, CBS. 
And the Fiesta Bowl, I think, might have been an early ABC, or the Gator Bowl might have been an early ABC one. The Fiesta Bowl wasn't a, a New Year's Day bowl until around the 80s. I want to say right around when, when Penn Maybe State. Mid 80s. Right, right around when Penn State and um, and Miami were playing. I think that was a Fiesta Bowl. And I remember people saying, like, the Fiesta Bowl? How did that get big enough to be a, a New Year's Day bowl? I was like, really? The Fiesta Bowl? Because it was always the, the the big time when I was a kid growing up. I'm talking like, you know, <clears throat> the 70s. You don't say that too loud. But the big ones were the Cotton Bowl, the Rose Bowl, the Sugar Bowl, and the Orange Bowl. Those were those those were the main New Year's Day bowl games you wanted to be in. Because the Cotton Bowl was for the SWAT Conference. So that was Texas A&M and the Big Eight. You should be those two teams playing. Wait, not not the SWAC, the, the Southwest Conference. Well, I'm don't, sorry. Don't get that confused with like, like, real swack. It, yeah, okay. It, it, phonetically speaking, they would call it that. But yes, you're right. <laughs> but, but, but you're talking, you're talking all the Texas schools plus Arkansas, basically. Right. right. And they would they would play like a Big Eight team or an at large team. Usually, sometimes Notre Dame with sometimes or Penn State might fall up in there. But the the Cotton Bowl was for the Southwest Conference. The Sugar Bowl was for the SEC. The Rose Bowl was for the Big Ten and the Pac-10 Pac back then. And the Orange Bowl was for the Big Eight. Right. You, have, you have at-large ones in the, in the Orange Bowl, Cotton Bowl, and the Sugar Bowl. You have at-large teams. The only two teams, the only two conference ones guaranteed every year was the Rose Bowl with the Big Ten and the Pac-10. That's how it was back in the day. Yeah, I'm thinking of the BCS era. So, yeah, I'm, I'm definitely too young. <laughs> yeah, that, yeah, a lot happened between what I'm talking and the BCS. A lot, a lot happened. Keith Jackson. <laughs> I, I missed that voice. Anyway, the reason I brought that up was just because it seemed like from sun up to sundown on New Year's Day, there was nothing but football on, and it was awesome. Yeah, it was great. Yeah. Uh, but in the in the in the, uh, the Final Four, though, in the college football playoff, uh, Alabama took out Notre Dame as expected. And that was that was just man, that was a massacre, and uh, one that wasn't wasn't a uh, wasn't thought that was going to happen. Ohio State, uh, man, whooped on Clemson. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think I think Dabo uh, has some second thoughts about picking Ohio State eleventh in the uh, in the final coaches poll. Well, if he didn't, if he didn't, then he does now. <laughs> man, he claims to not have not regret, but hey. So let's, so we'll focus, I said we'll focus on the uh, the Ohio State Clemson game um, because it's a story out of that game. Other than Ohio State winning and moving on, was the quarterback play, and you had your mm-hmm. consensus one and two quarterbacks um, uh, that are that are going to come out. They yeah, won they weren't consensus. You don't think it's consensus? It wasn't consensus all of a sudden before that game. That's all I'm saying. Who did you have? And, 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 Lawrence, and, and that Trevor, I had a problem with is all I'm is what I'm saying. Trevor Lawrence is everybody's number one. He's everybody's number one, but Fields was everybody's, everybody's number number two, and now all of a sudden they got Zach Wilson. Well, they had Zach Wilson ahead of him. No, I don't. I don't many people didn't have Zach Wilson ahead of Fields. Okay. You don't think so? <laughs> you think so? Well, I'm what happened? Off, I'm just going off what what was being said. Yeah, what, what had happened? What 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 had happened was uh, <laughs> most of the season it was one A and one B, mm-hmm. Lawrence and Fields, but because of that Northwestern game, 
Yep. And because people are always looking to find something wrong with somebody, yep. the Northwestern game gave them leverage. Right. Plus, he another. had an iffy. He had, a, he had another iffy game, I think, against Indiana. It was a little iffy. But the Northwestern game is a championship game, and people could, you know, could actually watch. They were like, "Huh?" And Northwestern, you know, reputation-wise, is Northwestern. People's not really people weren't really realizing. Auburn realized it after the game. But Northwestern's got a pretty good defense. Yeah, go Cats! But Wilson kind of right. Don't learn about Pat Fitzgerald. <laughs> But but Wilson, because, you know, he had a really good bowl game and because his team only lost one game and because he has a certain – he fits a certain profile and certain demographic, mm-hmm. he kind of went up yep. people's charts a little bit. Let's keep it real. He kind of went yep. up people's charts a little bit. Yeah. But after, after the bowl game, after the playoff game, I'm pretty sure people are like, yeah. what were we thinking? There's yes. no way in hell that uh, Warren Moon Jr. – that's what I call Fields, <laughs> Warren Moon Jr., a little more athletic Warren Moon Jr. There's no reason why he shouldn't be not only the second quarterback taken, but arguably people could the now say maybe the first quarterback. Well, yeah, second he, pick, hey, but well, yeah, no, yeah, no, you're right, you're right. First pick, first yeah, pick. But he, and, but and, he, go ahead. No, I was gonna say, but it's not gonna happen that way. Um, no, <laughs> we, no shot, no we, shot. We know Lawrence will go one, and be quite honest with you, and I, I've written about it. I think that uh, he will not go to the Jets. Fields will not no. go number two. I think the Jets Jets told everybody we're going to build around Darnold yeah. because we we really we won some games and we have six picks in the first four first one hundred and we're going to use that to build around. Now, if you want to trade for our pick and give us more picks, we'll do that. But we're going to build around Darnold. Or if if no one trades up to number two, they'll take Penay, the left tackle from Oregon, which can be sorely needed in 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 uh, in New York. And then you're looking at Fields. Where does Field goes next? I think Fields becomes more attractive. We go to eighteen to the Bears. Uh, no, but I, <laughs> I think he becomes more attractive to the Lions. That's too bad. I think he becomes more attractive to the Lions. Hmm. Yeah. I think I think the Lions won't mind moving up to take Fields, new quarterback. I mean, not a quarterback, but sorry, new head coach. Do you? Yeah. So, do you keep Stafford around for a year, or how does that yeah, work? Sure. Probably. Keep Stafford around for two years. You can do that hmm. if you want to. That's not yeah. a bad. That's not a bad move. That would suck to have him in the division, but I, well, yeah. that's why I know it's going to happen yeah. <laughs> because that's how we roll. We get screwed that way. We yeah. we we deal with all the other better decisions or the lack of the good decisions that we make. We we we, we pay we the price. Yes, we suffer from that. Yeah. But feels I see the Lions as a as a high probability. I do, or the Panthers may do the same thing because as much as they like uh, my guy down there. He's um, Bridgewater is he's he's a very good quarterback, but I don't know if he's the franchise quarterback. Fields Fields seems to be a bit more franchisable than Bridgewater. Yeah, that was that was my thing though. I'm like seeing a lot of stuff going into that game that really bothered me, like on how all of a sudden Fields is just dropping, and now you got people talking about the lack of development that Ohio State does at the quarterback position and all this type of stuff. And 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 you got people coming at me like like ASA, I, I I'm on Facebook a lot. You got people coming at me agreeing with that. Like, that's right, man. Man, I don't want to hear that, man. That's an attack of his color. I don't care what nobody say. Because we 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 watched when when GM put out there that Zach Wilson might be the guy for the Bears. We watched that big game he had against Coastal Carolina. Mm-hmm. I guess the rest of the world didn't. 
<laughs> you know, like, like, but, but you watch this kid at Ohio State doing his thing for for two years. Mm-hmm. His his only loss came to Clemson in a game that was very questionable. Yeah, and they were winning and, sixteen to nothing at one point. And, and and we're and we're and we're questioning that off what the past quarterbacks in Ohio State has done. Like man, I, I had a big problem with that. Desmond Howard was the one that put that out there, and he's a Michigan guy. That's what you know. And I'm like, yeah, he's <laughs> he's on some other stuff. Like, but my my thing is, don't attack this kid. Don't don't mess. Don't put that out there to the masses about this kid, man. Because that stuff really can that stuff holds weight. Like, and I, I know I'm going on a totally different rant, but it just it makes me think about the whole Mitchell Trubisky versus Deshaun Watson thing, like. Like you had people out there in the world saying that Mitch Trubisky is the top rated quarterback. And this dude only played one season, won what five games in the same conference with this guy. And they had so many questions about a guy who was proven and he failed in the draft, granted into a better situation. But those, those things hold weight to these, to these owners who are not of color. Hey, I'm sorry, I missed. What did what did Desmond Howard say about Fields? He said, "If I'm a, he, this is what he said. He said, if I am a NFL coach, um, NFL scout, or GM, I am really looking into the fact that Ohio State does not develop the quarterback position." Wow, what did Herb Street have to say about that? He, he <laughs> well, 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 he said that on Get Up. Oh, so, so it wasn't okay. So it, so was, it wasn't, wasn't on game day. Okay. It wasn't All on right, game right. day. And okay. then I, I would have been interested to hear yeah. what the, what the comeback there would have yeah. been. Yeah, and then would have been like, "You're right." right. <laughs> <laughs> hey, but then he followed it. What what really got me upset was he followed it with praising Nick Saban on his development. Er, you were oh, exactly Alabama quarterbacks. I exactly. <laughs> exactly. He hasn't developed the court. Dick Saber has the biggest bust in in pro history. Who? Jamarcus Russell. Jamarcus well, Russell. That, that wasn't him, was it? That was, was that? Yeah. Yeah, that, yeah, no, that was him. Yeah, no, it wasn't. No? That no. was the one national championship Nick Saban won at LSU. Did, no, Jamarcus Russell didn't win a national championship. Sorry. Wasn't him. He oh, did? that's right. No, he he beat Notre wow. Dame in the uh in the Sugar Bowl. Wow, I thought he won a national championship. Yeah, so okay, I was wrong there. I was wrong there. Yeah, Glenn's right. Okay, okay. But but even still, you don't know a, a Alabama or LSU quarterback that that did anything. And like and I'm like, okay, maybe he's trying to just say Nick Saban's develops players. Okay, that's still a that's still false to to Ohio State. Uh, Ohio State has tons of pro players in the NFL that are very good. So I, I just had a very I had a problem with that. Like I'm like that's an attack on this kid. I'm like in my lifetime watching Ohio State, I have never seen them with a quarterback of this kid's of this kid's uh, caliber. Caliber. Yeah, I, I'm like the I, best quarterback I seen was JT Barrett, and he went undrafted. So how are these quarterbacks un- overrated? They're not even overrated because they're not being rated. Haskins was projected as a third round pick, and they just took a chance. That was their fault. <laughs> like, I, I, I would venture to say, as far as developing quarterbacks, I mean, Cardell Jones ended up getting drafted, and he was the third string quarterback that won a national championship. Uh, 
you know, but as far as Ohio State goes, sometimes you have great talented teams and the quarterback is you're not going to find you're going to find more wide receivers and running backs that are skilled than you are top notch quarterbacks. They just don't mm-hmm. grow all the trees. I'm sorry. It just yeah. doesn't happen that way. And you can look at Alabama historically. You can look at even the U. We talked about Miami. Yeah, they had Kelly and Kosar. But after that, slim pickings. None of the other quarterbacks did anything in the pros, but they were still kicking everybody's ass because they had so much more talent. You, you didn't like at- Daniel Toretta? Yeah, no, no, thank you. Um, <laughs> and neither did the NFL because he didn't even get drafted. He was like a free agent pickup. Uh, you can look at Florida State, same situation. You can look at USC, same situation. Outside of Carson Palmer, the quarterbacks coming from USC have been pretty much garbage in the NFL. You know, but they have so much talent around them, it gets kind of gets skewed. Mark Sanchez, a lot of talent around them. Uh, the dude in the Jets right now, not a lot of talent around him. Darnold, you know, yeah. you just so really developing quarterbacks isn't a thing. It doesn't just happen. You 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 kind of have talent as far as Nick Saban developing talent. Now look, you know I hate Alabama. You know I hate Florida, but I still keep it real. Nick Saban is a really good recruiter. Does a great job getting a staff together, and they do a great job recruiting. Nick Saban is an extreme disciplinarian. He does a great job. Very rarely does Alabama ever beat themselves. But do not tell me that the guy's developing five-star blue-chip talent. They're already five-star blue-chip talent. Yeah. <laughs> you know, you want to tell me somebody's developing somebody, Pat Fitzgerald, when you're getting the four-star yeah. and three-star guys and you make them pros. That's developing talent. Or you mean, Iowa. Two-star. Two-star guys. Yeah, two-star guys. Or you're in Iowa and you're Kirk Ferris and nobody wants to go to Iowa to play football. But somehow his offensive lineman continually get drafted and he gets some defensive backs to get drafted, so on and so forth. Now, when mm-hmm. it comes to quarterbacks – Look, when it comes to young man fields, I don't know if anybody's ever watched that Netflix uh, series where it's QB1. Mm-hmm. Oh, my God. I'm watching this kid. I didn't see all of the second season. But he's part of the second season. And I'm watching. I'm like, man, that dude is a pro. I'm looking at him. I'm like, dude, he's got a pro body already. He's in high school. You know, like, you know what else? Know what else about him? Um, very humble kid. Yes. Very humble. Yes. And very very intense, extremely intense for his age. You know, focused. You know what I'm saying? I like I like that series because you get to you get to follow them. You know, mm-hmm. throughout everything, and you yeah. see there there are kids on there that are just assholes You're- on top of assholes. <laughs> yes, yes, <laughs> yes. And you see, even you know, you know, we learned some bad stuff about uh, Fromm. Georgia, uh, Jake Fromm. But I mean. In high school, he, he looks up in high school as a yeah, as a, as a good kid, you know. Uh, like I said, with with, with Fields and and from both just humble kids, you know that that were, you know, just 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 trying to make it, man, and, and were good teammates, good Georgia kids. Uh, yeah, yeah. But Phil, I'm telling you, I saw that. Thing, I said, I looked at Fields. I'm like, man, that dude's a pro. Like, where does he yeah. go? He's going to Georgia, and then he transferred. I'm like, okay, I see, because you can't tell me. <laughs> you can't tell me that Phil's looking at from and going like, really? I should be behind this guy. Seriously? Okay. All right. And, and, you know and, and don't get me wrong, Trevor Lawrence is from Georgia too, right? Yeah, he's a Georgia kid, yeah. yeah. But who was the rated number one quarterback? Lawrence wasn't rated number one over Fields. I think Fields was number one, I think. Yeah, Fields was number one. Didn't Fields, didn't Fields go to Georgia first? Yeah, but he transferred because of Jack Fromm. Oh, okay. Right. Okay. He couldn't, they wouldn't let, I mean, look, if you're Georgia and you're the head coach, you're like, look, my freshman quarterback took me to the national championship game. If I coach yeah. better, we win. And now you get the number one rated quarterback coming to your program. You're like, great. I'll have him for at least two years. And then feels just like, 
I'm not waiting because I've been here for a year and I know I'm better than that guy. Yeah. And so he goes to Ohio State and his only loss is against Clemson, like you said, arguably somewhat controversial, and he's playing on a bad leg. Comes back the next year, yeah, we only played six games, not my fault. But oh. at one point, you know, he was completing 86% of his passes. So then they did the they did the fair thing for Fromm then. They they basically said we can't bench him. He he took yeah. us here. It's hard okay. to. And then I respect that. It wasn't Fromm's fault they lost them games. <laughs> no, no, it wasn't. And, and you go back you go back to the SEC championship game the next year with Fromm. So yeah. and you lose and you lose to Alabama. You beat them again, and then Hertz comes in and pulls them pulls up something out of his ass and Alabama beats Georgia. So Georgia had him twice and let him right, off the hook. He, you know, they did a Denny Green. You let him off the hook. <laughs> you know, <laughs> you know but, but to Fields' credit, to Fields' credit, he's like, you know what? I'm not going to say anything. I'm just going to keep balling. And he balled. And I tell you what, man, that, that, and that was a spearing, by the way. I don't care what anybody says. And that what he intended to spear him or not, Skowski's hit was a was a targeting. Oh, you know my 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 problem with that. Uh, no matter no matter what happened there, you never put your head down. Right. Never leave with your head. Exactly. And 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 put your head down because you not only you're not only putting uh, the person you're hitting at you put you're in put yourself at in jeopardy. Yeah. More so you. Yeah. Yeah. More so you. I've I've seen I had, I had no I had no issue with the call. No, 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 no. And I've seen I've seen I, I saw I can't remember the kid's name from, from Old Miss. I was watching that game. I was at Tennessee at the time watching that game uh, on air because it was a regional game and I saw the kid from uh, I almost had his name, the defensive back and, oh, and he, from Mississippi State? No, no, Old Miss. It wasn't Mississippi State, it was Old Miss. Oh. And and he uh he, he 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 delivered a blow his head was down and he paralyzed, you know, and he of course his life was shortened. Uh, due to that, uh, in, in inevitably due to that. And I saw Daryl Stingley. I was watching that game. It was a preseason game. And I saw the assassin from from Oakland, you know, uh, take Jack, take Tatum. A, Jack Tatum take out Derek, Derek Stingley, or Daryl Stingley, excuse me, and, um, you know, paralyze him. And I saw Mike Utley. I was watching that game, and that was an awkward fall. So, yeah, man, it's a real deal. You, you can't be leading with your head like that. The bad things can happen. But we see Fields, and I thought when I saw the hit, I said, "Oh my God!" I'm like, "His spleen is ruptured, his yeah. kidney is lacerated. Why isn't he spitting up blood?" Because I'm waiting for the blood to start coming up. I just, man, I just knew he was messed up. I'm like, man, dude, I hate that. Hopefully, Ohio State can can hold on because they deserve better. That kid did a whole bit of like Wolverine, Captain America toughness. <laughs> He's like, I could do this all day. <laughs> he got back up. And not only that, but that game was tied at that point. This kid throws four more touchdown passes after that. And, them, like, and them bombs he was throwing. Ooh. Oh, my God. <laughs> Dimes. I'm like, man. Like, oh, dude, my God. You threw that pass? Man. What can you do when you were healthy? <laughs> you know? And you see it. Man, he, he's man. barely getting back to the sidelines. They got to, you know, he's doing a Michael Jordan. They got to carry you over to the sidelines. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I mean, you you can't tell. Like, look, I see that. I'm like, I'm screaming. I'm like the Jets. I'm like, mm, you can go with Darnold if you want, <laughs> but I, I think you should trade Darnold and, and go with Mr. Fields. But the, the Jets are going to do what the Jets are going to do. But Fields definitely cemented himself as a top five pick without equivocation. Yeah. Hey, can Ohio State hang with Alabama? Yes. Yes. You want to know why? I'll tell you why. As good as Nick Saban is, as accomplished, as awarded as he is. He is not a really he's not a he's not that as a game day coach. He's all pre-preparation. You can beat him 
on the field of play. We've seen it. We see teams with way far less talent beat him. And if Colt McCoy doesn't get hurt in that game, that championship game that Texas is playing uh, with Mac Brown, still the, 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 the head coach. If, if Colt McCoy doesn't get hurt when Texas is playing Alabama, I think Texas wins that game. We've seen Auburn beat them with Gus Malzahn and just like no pros basically that you can think of really coming off of that squad. We've seen Cam Newton when it's just Cam Newton on offense who goes pro and does anything and one good defensive guy on the other side be down 21 at Alabama. Come oh, back. That and, was a great game. Yeah, come back and win that game. We've seen a third-string quarterback <laughs> Cardale Jones, who can't do anything in the pros, <laughs> come back and with the running back, Ezekiel, come out there and waylay Alabama. So, yeah, Ohio State has all the offensive ability to, to hang with anybody. We know that. Defense has been the question. If their defense plays anything like they did against Clemson, they got a good shot. The problem last year, LSU, everybody questioned their defense. Came to playoff time, all of a sudden the defense stepped up and that, that offense was just phenomenal. So, yeah, mm-hmm. they can beat them. Most definitely they yeah. can beat them. Yeah, I, I agree. I agree. And one thing I've always noticed about Bama, when they've never seen a quarterback before, mm-hmm. that that's on a high level, they they tend to struggle. Now, they granted, struggle. The, only, the only quarterback they saw twice was, was Deshaun Watson, and he just upped his end. You know, he he came with it the first game, but then he saw him again and he was just that much better. But everybody else, it was like when they first saw uh, Trevor Lawrence, Mm -hmm. that was that was hands down Trevor Lawrence best playoff performance. But Alabama had never seen they they didn't ever see him. They might can you can prepare for a guy like Fields, but it's different being on a field with a guy like Fields. You know, Mm -hmm. so it's it's, they they have the offense to keep up. It's going to see if their defense could match Alabama's defense. I and think – go ahead, go ahead. I apologize, dude. My bad. Go ahead. Uh, but I just think – I think it's going to come down to which defense makes makes a stop. I, I, I've i seen Alabama – like, okay, Florida. Trash. Mm-hmm. Lit them up. <laughs> yes, he did. Yeah. Lit them up. I watched Florida play against since I mean who was that they played against uh, Cincinnati? No, 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 not Cincinnati. Oklahoma, 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 Oklahoma. And now, granted, everyone's gonna say, well, he didn't have pits, he didn't have this, he didn't have that. Them three interceptions he threw. I don't care what receivers you have on the field. Those are and he threw a pick six right to the guy. He threw a pick. He threw a pick in the end zone right to the guy. It don't matter who's on the field. Those are interceptions, and I don't care who what talent you have. But I saw that guy light Alabama up, mm-hmm. like, and and so if he can do it, <laughs> I'm I'm pretty sure Fields and, can do it as well. <laughs> and, and more importantly, don't forget this: no one's talking about Trey Sermons and what he's done the last couple of games. I mean, he, he's a big reason why they beat Northwestern. <laughs> he's a big reason, and so they have an answer to, to Alabama's Najee Harris. They got Trey Sermons. I mean, Sermon's bust off. How you bust off 300 yards in a, in a, in a bowl man. game? I mean, in a championship game. I mean, come on, man. And and if T come back, that yeah, means easy, easy on my cats, man. Easy on my cats. <laughs> <laughs> but if T come back, that makes it even better. You yeah. have a two-hand monster there. Yeah. So yeah, don't 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 sleep on them. They they got enough talent on defense. You know, let's let's not get it bent. It's not like it's you know, Illinois out there having one good year <laughs> or Tennessee out there having one good year. Ohio, Ohio State is a factory. They, they got several guys that are playing 
uh, will be playing on Sunday. And that Werner, Pete Werner, at linebacker number 20 for Ohio State, I'm telling you, man, he is a nice mid-round pick uh, for somebody. He's a nice day two pick or day three pick for somebody in the NFL. That dude's a nice athletic linebacker. Kind of reminds me of who's that guy that the Cowboys have that's always getting hurt? Sean Lee. He kind of reminds me a little bit of Sean Lee. So I'm just saying they got players. So yeah, I, I'm not. I'm actually I'm looking for Ohio State to win that game. Right. You heard it here. Let's move on to picks. And uh, last week I, we all did pretty well. Um, I was the low man, but I went two and one. So I, I'm I'm happy with that. Even though my you plan was straight. really to go zero and three. <laughs> the only one you lost was the Bears. <laughs> well, I lost. No, no, no. I actually got the Bears one. Right, right, right. Hey, you got Bears. Notre Dame too, right? I got Notre Dame. Yeah, I lost to Arizona. Oh. Yeah. Well, that's the one I wanted in, in that actuality. That was the plan, right. That was <laughs> But, of course, when I place bets, you know, the opposite always happens. So. <laughs> it's what it is. So I went 2-1. and one. I'm 7-14 and 14 overall. Uh, Glenn went a perfect three and zero. He's ten and eleven overall, so he's creeping back to uh to five hundred and smoke another three and zero week. Bounce back, bounce back, yes. Uh, you're uh, you're fourteen and seven overall, so uh, so good stuff, everybody. And uh, I guess I'm the low man, so I will start, and we're gonna keep going with this opposite thing. <laughs> so I'm taking New Orleans minus nine and a half. Wow. Over the Bears. Wow. No smoke. No, no fate. Oh, you want the opposite to happen. I feel you. are going for the loss right now. So uh, New Orleans mi- minus nine and a half. Um, and these, I really don't care about the rest of the uh, the wild card rounds. So uh, I'm going to really pick these. I'm going to take Seattle minus four and a half uh, against the Rams. Golf has that same thumb injury that uh, Jay Cutler had in 11, 2011. Mm. Uh, yeah, I can't see him playing on uh, on Saturday. So I'm going to take Seattle there. And uh, I'm taking Buffalo minus seven oh, okay. against the uh, against the Colts. So uh, New Orleans, Seattle, and Buffalo. Those are my picks. Okay. Glenn, what you got? Uh, you know, I'm just going to do the same thing. Just pick opposite you. That seems to work for me. <laughs> I'm going to take Chicago <laughs> plus nine and a half. Because right. uh, I, I just I think Chicago is going to play them tough. I think Chicago has a chance to win it outright. So I think nine and a half is way too much. Uh, I'm going to take Pittsburgh uh, minus four and a half, mainly because uh, they're at home. And Roethlisberger is a much better quarterback at home. And uh, I'm going to go with Tennessee because I can't believe they're a home dog. I just That seems really disrespectful for them to be a home dog playing a team that they beat in the playoffs last year. So I'm going to take the, I'm going to take the Titans plus three and a half. So okay. what you got, brother? Okay. So we, I'm going to go Buffalo as well. Uh, they're minus seven. You said, uh, minus seven. Yep. Minus seven. So yeah, I'm going to go Buffalo. I'm going the bears also at, uh, minus nine and a half. Plus nine, and, plus nine. Plus nine, I'm a, yeah. Plus nine and a half. I'm sorry. And then I am going Tampa minus eight and a half. The fighting Brady's. <laughs> fighting Brady's. I've been down on my boy this year. He's been irritating me a little bit. 
right, you got you got Bills, Bears, and Bucks. Oh, three Bs. Okay, alliteration. Sounds good. Well, that's going to do it for this week's edition of Easy Smoke in the GM Podcast. Um, please follow us, or excuse me, please subscribe to our podcast, and you can find our podcast at Apple Podcasts, Google, Stitcher, Spotify, iHeartRadio. What's the one I'm missing? Etc. 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 Oh yeah, Amazon. Wherever you find your favorite podcast, you can find us. Um, and also follow us on Instagram at easy.smoke.gmpodcast. Um, and you can also follow us at HP53 Productions and see what the fellas have going on there. Uh, thank you for listening. We appreciate it. Happy New Year to everybody. Happy New Year. And uh, Glenn, take us out. Hey, man. Like we always say, we ain't saying we're right. <laughs> we just don't think we're wrong. Yes, sir. We'll see you next week. Thank you.